right, so I want to welcome everybody back to the Fan by Fan podcast, um, part of the South Congress podcast. This is our second episode. So this is CW's The Flash, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm Cameron Hawkins, and I'm joined by uh, Travis Bryant. Travis, how's everything going, man? What's up, Cam? What's happening, uh, audience? So, yeah, um, we are officially an episode in. And this is new. Um, the first thing that we did was, of course, a recap of the entire first season of the show. So this is actually us falling in line, going show by show, getting, you know, six, seven days to kind of sit on a show and then, you know, jump back into a new one uh, fresh. Now, this is going to be a bit different. Uh, full disclosure, we both decided to wait a little bit on this show because we watched the debate. Uh, the Democratic uh, debate that came on after the first episode of Flash. So we're not quite as fresh. Uh, me doing my homework, there are definitely uh, notes I took as the show was going on, but it'll be slightly different from the last thing that we did. Um, I guess first overall, Travis, what did you think of the show this week? I, th- I thought it was a good show. I thought it was a solid follow-up uh, to, uh, to episode one. Yeah, I think... Um, I like the pacing right now. I really do. I think they're, um, you know, they did take the time to introduce a new character. They gave us a bit more light on characters we saw previously. So, yeah, I think they're moving at a pretty steady pace. Um, Again, the format that you're fond of is kind of having the villain of the week, which we still kept. But they also did a good job developing the backstory this week on kind of the recurring theme we're going to see all season. And they did have one or two surprises thrown in as well. Well, well, not only that, and but my formula that, that I like: f- f- uh, villain of the week, villain of the month, villain of the season. And they they also in setting in doing the you know your kind of villain of the week deal with uh, with uh, sand sand demon. You also getting more intel info on Zoom, who's exactly. obviously the big bad guy. Uh, for this year so that was also and also obviously with probably both our favorite uh segment of the show is uh or portion of the show storyline is is cisco and again Mm -hmm. they advanced that in a slow burn kind of fashion excuse me and i assume i get the feeling this is probably a lot of people's favorite part of the show like where are they going with the cisco stuff and you said something about when he said and we'll get to it i, I got a vibe uh like haha i got a vibe and and then i said is that you know his name or something and i don't i don't think i got an answer no was yeah that- and no my answer was super sarcastic because i was like when we did the very first show recapping the whole uh first season i definitely told you that but it's fine <laughs> Oh, oh, oh back, yeah. back in June. But no, yeah. and it's because, and it wasn't a character I was super familiar with. Um, so as we were going along, me and uh, the world's most accurate encyclopedia, Wikipedia, um, you know, put in his name, and Vibe was the name that came up. So yeah, that that's what it is. Okay, that's who he is. Vibe, just so as we um as we get into the episode, I did let Travis know beforehand we do actually have one iTunes customer review. This review, um, and you're going to love this. First of all, it's uh, the title of the review is Great! Exclamation point. It's from Pandemonium18, and this is from October 7th. So this is literally the day after we did uh, the Season 2 Episode 1 show. 
Yeah. I'm going to read you this review. Yeah, I'll read this in its entirety, okay? This podcast is definitely something to subscribe to. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Nice. I like I'm staring around the room for dramatic effect. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what, what else? Yeah, yeah. that's like? all you can really ask for. Like it's it's like that's that's yeah. Now I tell you what, the biggest criticism I heard, and I'm doing what I can to address that this week. People say that they couldn't see my excitement during the show, and I think that's funny because it's a role reversal for us. Because those who don't know, we do another show together from time to time, um, covering pro wrestling. Right. So I'm kind of the guest on that show, and you're kind of leading the charge. So it's easier for me to talk crazy because <laughs> I, you know, I don't have to go off any type of format. I don't have to, like, you know, kind of hold court. Yeah, for me, it's, along. even though I don't have any kind of real system in place, it's still definitely a, a load off. Like, even when I do a show on Friday, the live cast with Bruce, mm. like, I don't have to push any buttons. I don't have to get any callers on. Your show, that's why I didn't give you too much guff about the name. Like, all right, well. <laughs> that's the reason. Because, hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm here to have some fun. Let's take a load off. So, so yeah, that, I, I definitely get the, the role reversal. So, yeah, and, and probably the biggest difference, and it's funny, because you never know who's eventually going to want to sponsor your show. The biggest difference this week is Hennessy. So, I think I'll be a bit more, um, you know, vocal, <laughs> a bit more animated this week. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. She's so, okay. cheating on that deep eddy. Well, that's there too, but you know. That slow. We're gonna pace this. It's funny. The deep eddy works better later on in the evening because I have to be awake for Empire. But that's neither here nor there. So, season two, episode two of the Flash. First thing that happens. Um, so Jay Garrick walks into Star Labs. All right. Let's everybody know about the breach, and now we start bridging the conversation to the multiverse. Right. We have that flashback to Jay actually chasing Zoom through what I assume is his universe's central city. All right. Um, how he refers to Zoom is as the unstoppable demon with the face of death. All right. Now, that's not necessarily how he's portrayed in the comics, but, you know, they're kind of playing this one closer to the vest. Um, well, actually, I say that you didn't get a clear view of reverse flash for most of the season, but he also has that kind of black smoke gray midnight blue costume referring well, to zoom well reverse flash and flash would do the molecule speed up thing when they were talking to civilians over okay to, to yeah Remember? yeah to blur the, the face of, yeah so you, and then they did the thing to their voice as well mm-hmm. um zoom didn't seem like he even cared mm-hmm like, look at this face. Like, eh, that's part of my my, my bad guyness. Yeah. That, you know, no one wants to look at this face because I'm, you know, I'm hideous. What's funny, but, like, what in the you? comics, Zoom is, I'm not going to say <clears throat> like a dead ringer for Reverse Flash, but it's similar. It's still that, <clears throat> that uh, yellow color scheme. It's kind of that reverse of Flash color scheme still. Um, so they're going with something different. This reminds me more of the Blackest Night continuity, where all the dead heroes and villains were zombies, and so they all kind of had that black smoke gray look, you know, um, kind of more along those lines. He's like, "What are you dead, talking about?" All yeah, dead. All everybody, not even yeah. the bad guys, but the good guys. Yeah, 
whoever was dead and was, you know, superpowered kind of came back. Did they keep their, like, babyface traits? Well, no, because it wasn't necessarily, like, just zombies. Well, what it was, um, I don't know how familiar you are with the Green Lantern power rings. But basically, you know, there are more than just green power rings, and they represent, you know, different emotions and feelings. So these were, like, the black rings. And so, you know, it put that evil in people's hearts. Uh, you know, whatever they had in them. So, yeah, yeah that was yeah, more Yeah, there was of... a ton of, uh, there's a bunch of different type of kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Sil- silver kryptonite makes you really paranoid. The red kryptonite, obviously. Red kryptonite makes you want to touch you women you shit. aren't supposed to touch. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. You know, punch Mac machines in and steal all the money, or ATM machines in and take all the money. Uh, what I thought and, was and like a really... takes your physical power. Yeah. Yellow is all kinds of. So yeah. so yeah, the power power rings work the same. They tap into different emotions, and so yeah, the uh, like the black ring kind of is what created those, you know, lantern zombies, for lack of a better way of saying it. And so that's more the look that I drew from, like what they're giving the Zoom character, which you don't want to go exactly back with the same Reverse Flash scheme because you know you want to keep it fresh. So I'm kind of got that. Um, so you see the fight, and just as Zoom is about to kill him, and he's kind of doing that vibrate through your heart thing with the hand that they do. And um, and, and Jay is fl- t- telling the story, and he's just like, hey, he had me. Yeah, I that was, was a rap. Um, he was just at, at that point where, yeah. Yeah, he knew it was coming. And then the singularity opens up, um, and, you know, it takes a minute. And, of course, you see his helmet go in first. Um, well, why didn't course... it take Zoom? Or did um, it? No, it didn't. Well, it didn't. And... I don't know exactly, you know, what the reason is, but again, you have to refer to the comics or everything you know. Zoom's powers, at least the character they portray in the comics, aren't necessarily speed force related. Um, basically, they're time related, and so he can manipulate time to a sense where it looks like he's moving physically really fast, you know. And so, you know, you feel like it might have something to do with his specific, you know, affliction, genetic makeup. Um, but I hope that's something that they do explain as it goes along. Because, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't make sense to just take one and not the other. Especially when it was taking physical objects at the time and not just the person. Right. Um, you know, Jay explains to them he's actually been there for six months. So he's kind of been following can I, everybody. Can I, can I say this? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Maybe, maybe at that point, the reason, reason he was about – like, Jay Garrick has – no powers. He can't run fast. He still has a bit of his regenerative kind of properties to his, you know, probably like a mm. physical surface wounds. Um, but he can't run. There's no speed force, which I have to we'll get into that when it comes up uh, inside of him. Um, maybe he was had no powers at that point, and the thing sucked him and his helmet up, and Zoom could he had. Physical. Ah, like as he was, you know, doing like vibrating through him, that might have taken away that specific power. Well, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, when the thing, when reverse gravity or whatever sucking mm-hmm. objects into the singularity, that might take it away. He can take Jay in his helmet, but Zoom still could run away using mm. his or whatever speed or time. But his mm. his ability, he could just nah, I'm not gonna let this suck me in because he can yeah. he can help it, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking maybe he did, he maybe he came through with no powers because he because he had none and that's why he was like he got it beaten out of him. Like, so yeah, he was just kicking his ass could have right. affected it. Yeah. So. You're kind of reading Barry's body language the whole time, and Barry is not with the story, you know, which is understood, and they delve into that later, but 
Uh, Barry and it's to... total opposite of because typically anybody could come in like, hey, uh, uh-huh. you know, and he's like, hey, you got some, you know, pretty naive guy. Yeah, and I mean, as a team, they're kind of like that. Nobody, you know, aside from, you know, Joe really had that in them. Like, everybody was really accepting and really understanding from the jump. And then being so naive is what got them in so much trouble in season one. But, yeah, Barry wants to run those tests. Especially Barry's overcompensating. Yeah. You know, he's super skeptical of the guy. Um, You know, he wants to run these tests on him. Um, So, basically, it cuts to a portal appearing. And Zoom telling a random person that he can go home if he kills a Flash. So it's the same thing that happened with Adam Smash. Well, he bought the guy, right? Yeah. They kind of tosses see, him through. You yeah, see yeah. him bringing him and slamming him to the ground, but they mm-hmm. like jump through the thing together, and uh, and it's again like, yeah, kill Flash and you can come home. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, okay. I mean, I guess you're stuck, especially if you're just a criminal piece of crap, and you know. Yeah, like, like, what else am I going to do? Because you feel like they kind of know, you know, at least in that in that universe, like, they're very aware of who Zoom is. And so, you know, him being already acknowledged as faster than Flash, kind of have my hands up in quotations, you know, being a villain, like, you especially respect this guy's power and respect his ability to do what he wants to. And again, I'm drawing attention to the idea that his powers aren't speed related, but it's the way he can manipulate time. You got to feel like he has the ability to, you know, go, you know, universe to universe if need be, because he can create those tears. Um, you know, so he tosses him through again in a similar way. And we go back to Caitlin and Jay uh, kind of talking, asking about how Jay got his powers. And it's very similar to the accident that Barry had. You know, he wasn't necessarily a forensic scientist, but he definitely operated, you know. He was a, a physicist yeah. and chemist or something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Big Flash. And then that question you asked as we were um, in a chat as it was going was, did they also have kind of that giant accident? Right. Was then, there a, you know, a person, a team, a, a bunch of, mm-hmm. you know, a, whatever, a building, a Star Labs type thing where people were working on some kind of you know, thing that could blow up. So, yeah, I mean, again, <clears throat> maybe that's something that you could get, you can talk about later, but I thought that some, I, I, it felt like something that should be, should have been the first, one of the first things that they talked about with him. My, my But, hey, they were dealing with a crisis. He just came through. Maybe next week, the week after they start asking those Okay, so was there Star Labs? Actually, uh, it was, you know, Galaxy Labs, and you know, but and you know, similar things and whatever. So that I'm, I'm looking forward to that because. And what's funny is, I, I hope they don't gloss over yeah, that. We get a cut at the very end of the episode, which we'll touch on, that might explain that in the coming weeks. So, so we do get there. Um, now, the whole idea of a multiverse kind of comes up because um, you know you got all the brains in the room. And they say if parallel universes can exist, and it's funny because, you know, we have scientists, we have scientists, we have forensic uh, forensic scientists, we have investigative reporter, you know, these are all people in the same room. Then you have Joe. You have Joe who's an honest-to-goodness cop, and he does not want part of this conversation. 
So he actually excuses himself from the convo to go back to work, which I thought was a good touch. Because Tell me when things go back to normal. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I he has to deal with a lot because, well, here's why I liked it, because they, you know, again, you're in a room with a bunch of brains, but he's the one who actually has to step away from this and do another job. Barry also, but Barry's a superhero. Like, all the rest of them can sit there and calculate numbers all day. That's right. what they can do. But he, you know, he has to it's maintain... He's so overwhelmed with, like, this murder case. Yeah. And then it gets it gets really rough for him later. Like, what's the what's the one thing rougher than supervillains and murder and conspiracy? It's exes. That's that's infinitely harder to deal with than all these things. So he has to go through that a bit later. Uh, but yeah, you know, as they're having this conversation, um, they they can't find the Speed Force in Jack. Yeah, they're running all kinds of tests. There. And what you did and, is, and in the background, you know, Barry's whispering to. Uh, What's her face? Caitlin? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's whispering to her, like, you know, whatever you got to do, keep digging, keep stalling. Uh, I don't trust this guy. And and, and, and and Barry tells him pretty much to his face uh, with the whole tight shirt conversation. Yeah. Uh, tells him to his face, like, I don't like you, I don't trust you, uh, that kind of stuff. And Jay's like, look, man, I'm not here to cause trouble. Barry's like, screw you, buddy, I don't know that, you know, that kind of stuff. Which, again, which shows, you know, Jay being a bit older. Like, he's doing everything he can. Like, he's not he's not confrontational. He's not young. He's, he's not hot-headed. He's going like, through with the test. Getting yeah, he's like, all right, man, like, let's, you know, this is going to – and it's kind of – it draws back to him being that golden age hero, which, again, I have my quotes up, you know, being from, you know, comics from a long time ago. Like, there's not, you know, that – Is that something they could do with his world when they when – they... When they talk more about it, and then when they obviously go to that universe, maybe things are a little. Well, it's funny. Older. Because he'd been around for six months, you feel like if he had that that in him, like kind of that that older mentality, or things are weirding him out, you feel like that would come out more. But you know, he's sitting there in Star Labs going through tests. You know, and he's right. in. And he and he said he was a, he was a scientist, mm-hmm. and they, and then I'm I'm asking. Uh, if they can, if they were, if there was a similar explosion or or or, or, or something like that, that well, obviously yeah. wouldn't work if they're in the fifties or sixties, and uh, you know, yeah. technology and stuff. Well, again, it's funny um, when they did kind of a Jay Garrett character in Justice League in the cartoon. Um, they changed the helmet a little bit, but he was still like a super fast guy. But this was set in, you know, maybe the 40s or 30s, something like that. And it turned out to all be a dream from a guy. But long story short, in Justice League, they actually use uh, John Stewart as the Green Lantern. So it's a black Green Lantern, right? And so they help these old characters, like save a bunch of people. And one of the guys looks at John Stewart and says, good job, son. You're a credit to your race. And I say that to say, if, you know, he was kind of from an older time, you would think maybe his conversation with Joe or Iris might be a bit different. So it sounds like they're shying away from that. Like okay. these things are going to exist kind of at the same time. How do you, but how do you explain that dumbass looking helmet? Well, yeah. Oh, he said his grandfather or something. Yeah, because his grandfather was from the 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 world or the, the War of the Americas, world. which was super cool. Yeah. And they were like, "Yo, I don't want to know about that." Why? Yeah, what yo. Me, no, they don't want to know about that. Like, I don't, like, no, 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 no. Like, you're gonna like, tell me about this war, though. No, because the War of the Americas is clearly, um, you know, we took it personal the way Drake did Meek Mill, and so we had to. <laughs> 
we had to go up to Canada and show them what's what. Right, and then the Counter Strike they just took yeah. Philadelphia was just wiped off the the map, you know, and the counter counter thing, and then it was on from there. And then they had Juventud Guerrero and Chris Jericho wrestle to a stalemate. So Mexico sided with Canada, so the war <laughs> went both ways. Like it was crazy. <laughs> it's, I wonder who's gonna get this. This is fantastic. So. Caitlin actually does the lie detector on him secretly and determines, like, everything he's saying. I like, didn't understand. What, what, did, what did that mean? Did she... Well, just saying that the answers that he's giving me about where he's from and who he is seem to be very true. Like, he's but not making these up. Is that her own self detector like mm, i'm a psychologist well, i mean she's well, I think did she she said, like, didn't she say she was giving like a polygraph or something like that during the time it wasn't a polygraph it was some sciencey word i don't okay I don't remember so yeah i mean you never know quite what they're gonna do but it does seem like you know he's he's playing that genuine character so hey here's what was funny um so still in this first segment joe meets patty spivet yeah. um and she's you know she's young and spunky and full of life and she wants fit. to be a part yeah and, and fit. i think i find her really attractive like i really she do is tough yeah um he asked her about uh she asked him about the metahuman task force and that was a in a cop uniform the whole yeah show. exactly so I you don't even know when she dresses down yeah, yeah, or you don't like, even know i like the french braid i'm a french yeah. braid guy those are cool <laughs> She is. Um, she asked him about the Metahuman Task Force, wants to be a part of it, um, and he's like, no. And the best part was, she was like, I want at least want an interview. He's like, you had your interview, and no. And again, Joe has always been like that with everybody. He doesn't want to get – he understands people have to be involved. There's certain things he can't control, but the things he can control, he wants total control of it. So he doesn't want to draw anybody else into this world that they're in because, you know, why would you? Like, people die. There are real stakes in this show. So he's like, no, like, you, you, there's no part of this. Um, and then it cuts to Jay being in the cell. Um, so they immediately imprison him, and he's okay with that. And he lets him, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you get, yeah, he lets him, exactly, right? There's no punch thrown or anything like that. Um, and then the fire alarm goes off. And then, you know, Barry speeds off to take care of that. Um, he shows up, puts the fire out, and Sand Demon pops up. Um, he attacks Barry and takes off, pretty much. Um, which I thought, you know, with the conversation they had at the beginning, like, if you're going to take him out, take him out. And, of course, he has a bigger plan later, but it's like, if you're going to do it, do it. You got him right there. Like, go ahead. Um, but he attacked him, and he took off. Um, they flashed to the crime scene, and they actually determined that, you know, it was arson. So this was set up on purpose to, you know, draw Barry out or at least get his attention. Uh, same scene. Spivet actually shows up. Patty Spivet shows up, um, and she's talking to Barry now. So now we got kind of a new plot starting to unfold. She says she's a fan of his reports. You know, she reads them all. She's read them all. Yeah. His report. Now I know she's a cop and she has access to them. Yeah. But you have. She has to make an effort. Obviously, exactly. Serious effort to like get clearance. Like, oh, can I read those reports? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then actually read them. She reads. Oh, I've read a few of your reports. Okay, okay, I've read all of your reports. Like, that was kind of a groupy line right there. Yeah, and he was a forensic scientist, you know, during the the Arrow storyline. So he's introduced, not at, right at the beginning of the show, but the way time works, you got to think, at the same time this is happening, which is 
two, three years ago, he's already doing, you know, he's already a forensic scientist. So she's been following this guy for a long time. So this is not just metahuman related stuff. Like he's well, been doing a regular job. Okay, wasn't when the show start? I mean, when his whole working in the lab thing, when he was when he got struck, wasn't he kind of like this kind of young, not tr- just seriously trying to get ahead, trying to get a foothold on a on a criminal justice forensic career, and then Flash, term being becoming the Flash, allowed him to solve a couple of series of cases that put him that sprung him to that so i don't know well, he's well from what i understand he's better at it now he has more access but he already had that job like they flew him out to well he got out his own way we're talking about barry, to, barry yeah, yeah he got out there to star city or two Starling City, like on his own, kind of on a whim, to be a part of a case that didn't have anything to do with him. Oh, yeah. I get. Okay, mm-hmm. I now I see how you framed it. He, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, Arrow showed up, but right, he went to. Mm-hmm. Arrow. Yeah, he took it upon himself, and this is before he has the powers. Oh. Because he's because he's curious about his parents, about his dad's um, incarceration and his mom's death. So yeah, he's already along that path. So this is her going back years. This is before any powers. Um, you know, she deduces that there's metahuman influence on the fire. And then she asked Barry for advice in dealing with Joe, being familiar with their relationship. And, you know, what he kind of tells her is she needs to be persistent about it. Um, we well, go he to... says, I've never cracked his code, and I've been working since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, you know, hey, if you find out. One of those... It was it, it, seemed, it, it was just one of those, yeah, yeah it's not going to happen. Yeah. So. It's when you give people advice and then you're like, but I don't know at the end of it because like you don't really yeah you can't really contribute yeah. Um, so Caitlin and Jay you know flashes back to them and she seems to be interested in him because she's talking to Iris about him like she's smitten at this point. She's definitely covering you know she's not being blatant but she's definitely like being overly descriptive and mm-hmm. and like she's like wait. She likes him, mm-hmm. you know, not in a classic kind of way, like with Barry, like when Spivet walked away, he kind of, yeah, like, wait, oh, crap, I think I like this one. Yeah, what's that about? <laughs> you know, <laughs> when she, framed by when she walked away, yeah. But yeah. He just kind of had this inquisitive look on his face, like, oh, crap, like, wow. And, but this was different. This was, uh, I'm not trying to be obvious. And, you know, like, oh, yeah. And Iris notices it. definitely handsome yeah, Iris draws attention to it. So, um, so like that's out there now. And so now we actually get the name um, Sandy, and you know we find out he's from Jay's world. And you know Jay's given this, giving him the information on the guy, and Barry's still reluctant to get any help from. Him. And you know what was kind of the the dick line of the show? If you were so good, you would have caught him already. <laughs> I'm like, come on, kid! Like, yeah. cut this yeah. guy a break! Right. Like he like says it. Like, he's never... No, he's gotten them all. Like, he actually beat Gorilla Grodd by a TKO first fight, is what Barry's saying. First fight, yep. Come on, man. Um, And then, you know, we go to um, the doctor. I always slip on the doctor's name. Did he have to beat that thing with that super punch from, like, seven miles away or something? Yeah, yeah, he had to come (laughs) from a distance to get him, yeah. Um, So... Transdimensional energy theory, which is what you know he's working on, like on the board, and he thinks he can find the location of the breach, kind of based on that. 
is when we Cisco get Cisco is so overwhelmed with just the the equations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he gets like those vibe powers come, and yeah. then he actually sees the previous fight. Between... Well, we missed we missed a little something. A part of because he gets the vibe from when he's looking at the sand particles or cell particles. Mm, okay, which, see, which, I missed that. Which Spivet got at the crime scene when they thought there was nothing to find. Mm. So she was proving herself as a because uh, the whole sh- the whole show she's like trying to obviously convince uh, convince uh, Joe to let her on the task force. So this was like number like uh, look I got this print off this pipe and I got these little particles that I think are the sand and so it was like oh snap some real detective work there. There you go. And so when they're in the lab he looks at, and Cisco looks at the equations. He then looks into the the microscope, or is about to look into the microscope with the with the sand particles uh, on the slide, and that's when he had his. Uh, that you're about to go into his. Okay. His, yeah, you see, he sees that spies. previous fight between the two of them. It just um, happened. Or yeah, just, you know, it just away. occurred, and was just like you know, halfway across the city, for lack of a better way of saying it. But yeah, he sees that. Um, Joe is actually tracking who he thinks is, or he's tracking a perp on foot, um, and then Spivet actually catches him when he comes around the corner. So again, that's her, again, showing her worth, not just her mind, but physically that she can handle herself. Um, Okay, and so they have their world's sand demon equivalent, right? Um, he's arrested, he's accused of starting the fire. He says it wasn't him. And it's funny because... Well, he's not the sand demon equivalent. He's the... Well, he's the, the, the know, civilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the regular equivalent. Bob Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And so, again, going back to the Al Rothstein thing with Adam Smasher, you know, his response is, you think I'm one of these metahuman freaks. Yeah. So, you know, there's... Again, people exist across different planes. Like, even though they're the same person, more or less, you know... Their world is different. Their experience is different. So when they, you know, when this accident happens, it doesn't affect everybody the same way because you're not going to be in the same spot. Now, this is my favorite part of the episode because where was he in prison, Travis? Something iron. No, he wasn't in Iron Heights. He was in Blackgate prison. Blackgate, right. Blackgate is where you Well, send... that, he, he was threatening to send them to Blackgate, mm. right? Blackgate is where, no, he, no he was previously in, in Blackgate. He oh, that's where it was, mm-hmm. why he couldn't... Uh, uh-huh, that yeah, that's where he found him. Mm-hmm. So, Blackgate is where you send the non-crazy people in Gotham City. Oh, nice, okay. Yeah, cool. that's where, like... I mean, you reacted, so I was like, yeah. oh, that means something. On yeah, the, in the, in the when, when Joker's in Arkham, Black Mask is in Blackgate. Uh-huh. That's where you send the regular criminals there that you can kind of keep track of. So, yeah, um, so that was like my favorite, that was like my little geek out moment of the show. So, again, we get Barry and Spivet together, and they're flirting a little bit. Um, there's actually a reference to Arrow immediately after that, because they go to, like, the TV, and then, you know, they call him Green Arrow, is what they call Oliver at this point, and Cisco's like, I hate colors and names. Which is funny on more than one level, because, again, who's his on-again, on off-again love interest? It's Gold Glider, who he named. <laughs> and we talked about that the first episode like i hate the name gold glider why did he name her that but yeah it's yeah so that was if not a drawback to that that was pretty funny um barry is still skeptical of jay especially because they can't find that speed force at all 
And then Iris is actually the one to tell him to stop being so skeptical. She talks about how she, she's like, who, who are you? Like, exactly. You know, take like, somebody who knows this guy. exactly who you are, you know, for decades. Um, she's like, this isn't power, no power. This isn't Barry Allen that I know. That's my best friend since we were 11. You yeah, know, what she references, or Barry actually references, you know, how many people died as a result of, you know, him trusting Wells. Um, so that's kind of like his hook. Like he feels like that. But, you know, she tells him, like, you know, we all have to know that it's you that's in this. We have to know the person we went into it trusting is still the person we're dealing with. That's what makes us feel safe. Um, the actual Sand Demon, you know, pops up. Uh, he knocks Joe out and he takes Spivet hostage. Which was weird because they let, the, they let walk Bob down Jake the stairs, come back up. Yeah. Go. He like the way Sand Demon came here. Like he had to have seen his mm-hmm. doppelganger. You know. So you never got that that shot of him following them around or him hanging out where they are. He's just all of a sudden there. Yeah, and then he punches Joe with a big sand fist. With a giant sand fist, and takes Spivet. And so uh, Barry actually goes to Jay. He tells him what happened with Spivet, and then you get the uh, diversion distraction idea, which is how Sand Demon kind of fights. Um, which is how I'm sorry they actually want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How Sand Demon fights. Um, what they want to do is teach Barry how to throw lightning, which is again, you know, you only have an hour in a show, like that being such a cool effect. You kind of wish he didn't learn that in a seven minute window on an hour show right i was about to say it's not even like it came up in the first segment second commercial break it's like you know 35 minutes in and they're coming up with this yeah and again like changing you know i could be missing it but did wells ever reference the ability to do this like is it something we saw wells do because again jay garrick's been the flash for two years and he can throw lightning you know um this is like eobar thawne's whole existence is being the flash and using these powers and get home like you feel like him being faster than flash he would have discovered that he would have had the intellect to create that so it's kind of like wow we have this brand new toy that we're playing with it's like uh, it's like watching dragon ball z like they made akira toriyama keep going after he was done with the show so now he has to create all these crazy new powers that never would have existed just for the sake of the show to go longer and this was like you thought somebody would have came up with this or at least like maybe you know wells as reverse flash could have thrown some lightning at him or something and then he's like oh how did that happen and then learn how to do it later but it kind of came out of nowhere yeah I, I, i always go back to smallville but he it took him a and again this is it's a different story because he's a kid he's coming into his own with his superhero powers it's a, it's definitely a different thing like this is him he's born with it he's on the alien world all that um, but when he was get when his when his super hearing so did you watch Momo I don't know off and on yeah yeah okay so this was first season um, or maybe second season so he's like literally like puberty. You know, you're gonna get a little hair down there, son. Well, his hair down there was, oh crap! I I started a fire because he came out of my face. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or exactly. I sneezed and blew out all the windows on the first floor of my school, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had to, and he was getting his, he was hearing everything in the town, and ah, the school bell would ring, and he was just, I mean, imagine, imagine that. Uh, so his dad had to take him into the woodshed and turn on all the machines and do all this and whisper, focus on my voice, son. But this was like at least a full episode, like a full hour to flesh this out. But I get the feeling they started, like they at least dropped hints about it, like maybe an episode or two leading up to that. But no, even with Smallville, like I'm aware of how long it took him to fly. You know, like. I, I remember, like, not the jealousy, but the being uncomfortable with, like, his cousin showing up and being able to do it. And her asking him, like, why can't you fly? Did you, were you one of those, uh, did you, were you, uh, were you hype or uh, turned off when he flew as cat as Cal? When he put, the first time he got the red kryptonite and he went on his summer-long rampage and shit. Yeah, no, and, I mean, that's... And, and he took off and flew, and it was like, oh, Clark flew! Yeah. Like, no, no, You'd no. You'd be no. amazed at the things now. you can do with the right motivation. No, that's fine. It's perfectly okay. Okay. But yeah, it's like, they, they threw that together so fast. I'm like, he can throw lightning now. Like, I don't know if you realize, like, super speed is one thing, but I can actually control lightning with my body, like, this fast, so... Well, as soon as he said it, I like the, I on the surface at least the science makes sense because mm-hmm. as soon as he said you're going to throw lightning I was like and he was before he said how I was like oh yeah he's going to just use whatever that streak is behind him that's probably lightning yeah. that's exactly you know that's pretty much what happened so, like... it, so it made sense and it I didn't think about it then but it, it may, adds to your how didn't Wells uh or you know whatever reverse flash figure this out yeah or if he did how didn't he use like, it yeah <laughs> when, <laughs> I'm in Andy. like when firestorm and flash and arrow are coming at you like throw some lightning at him well well to be fair you can't just throw the lightning oh yeah mary's not but, you, but, he, but he was but yeah but he was faster it, is my thing he was faster but what he wasn't so much faster where it's not like where you've got like a, a, a six-year-old and you're juking about, you know, he just mm. can't, he just can't mess with you because you're just too fast. Your cut game and juke game yeah. is just too strong. It's it wasn't that. It's not like I could walk backwards and dance and who yeah. and you know mush him while you know while he's trying to throw these little punches and just hold his face back. Um, so if he starts running and running and running and running and run, well, his path becomes pretty predictable and Barry yeah. has. You know, so again, I'm trying to come up with why, why it didn't happen. Yeah, and I, again, I'm thinking about the time. Like you were, you were in the past for years and years and years and years. You know, feel like that's something you have in your arsenal, but he didn't. So, yeah. and, and 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 not to dwell too too long on it, uh, but you would have thought, just think, fleshing it out more. Well. Yeah, he has to run and run and run and run and gather all that speed, but there's probably a shortcut to that. Mm-hmm. There's probably some energy pack he could have invented or built on the back of his suit. Yeah. Like, I can store this up so when I need it, I can just throw lightning Yeah. without having to do all that. Or you run in place for a few steps like the Roadrunner, and then <laughs> I feel like that's our second Roadrunner Wally Coyote <laughs> reference in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so... Whereas Wells was kind of, and again, of course, Joe's 
his dad and you know his Don't actual dad's Henry. Well, yeah, it's actual. That's right. Henry's Joe's dad, and Henry's his dad. They could have so used that like, to, to make why he was being such a bitch ass earlier. Yeah, like I know it's, your dad's going. Like Iris could have mm-hmm. said a part of her little, little pep speak. Like, uh, pep speak yeah, pep talk. Like, I but know they kind of just let him go off into the sunset. So Wells is like, I don't know. Wells is like that professor that really latches on to you and sees your potential in college. Or that high school teacher you think when you finally make it in life. But, like, you know, we've talked about this, about how Jason Kidd's, like, my favorite NBA player. He's, I think he's great. I think Jason Kidd is fantastic, outside from, you know, the domestic violence stuff. So, Jason Kidd was only, like, a year removed from basketball when he started coaching. And so they're still, you know, he's a couple of years, like, he's, like, four years off of winning his first title. And, you know, he's going to the Hall of Fame, this and that. So kids that play saw Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is as close to a player coach as you have in the NBA. And that's kind of how I see how Jay's going to play out. Like, it's not going to be your uncle. It's not going to be, you know, another dad figure for Barry. It's going to be that guy going through what I'm going through. And again, he's only been flashed, what, a year longer than Barry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just happens to be probably of a bit, like a bit older. Like, if Barry's... 26 there's 25 26 yeah jay's Jay's 31 exactly exactly so it's still it's still relative so like i think he's gonna be like that player coach character um you know i don't even know if him having powers would be a beneficial thing this early on i think maybe it's better like this for a while because you feel like if there's two of them you know they're just gonna fix everything really quick you know, everything will be easy to take care of but yeah Yeah, i think life lessons need to be learned Mm -hmm. And even even for 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 Jay Garrett, because you know he's gonna go back yeah. to his world and resume his you know flash stuff. So he has to obviously he's gonna get his powers back. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, it, like, it's, it's got it's, it'll be a process. Again, Dragon Ball Z. Like I don't know how much you watch, but um, like he's like I, let's make it short. Um, so there's a kid who comes back from the future to the past to warn everybody about these androids coming um they end up eventually stopping them a worse thing comes but he stays with them while this is going on for the most part when the worst thing shows up and he trains and trains and trains he can't beat the the worst monster that shows up right so the team eventually beats him but when he goes back to his future he's way stronger than the androids of his time so he beats the shit out of him when he gets back and (laughs) saves his world and so, you know, you kind of think, you know, whenever Jay has to go back, there are things he's going to pick up while he's there, too, even if it's just, you know, attitude things or friendship things or anything like that, to where when he goes back, you know, he's going to be better than he was before, even if right now he's kind of in a weakened state. So, yeah, uh, you cut to Sand Demon and Spivet, her being held hostage. She identifies him having or making a concussive bomb. Like as he's talking, so she catches wind of that, um, and she's down talking him, you know. Right, because she goes, "Oh, what are you making a concussion bomb? Yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't think I know." So again, there, Joe's obviously not in the picture, but for the mm-hmm. viewers, they're showing she's the shit because the whole episode, I'm thinking she's <laughs> she's a plant. Don't trust her. Yeah, Joe, I'm thinking the same thing at the beginning. Your, you're on your task force to bring it down from the inside, whatever. I'm thinking all kinds of stuff. But obviously at this point, you know, uh, 
it's like, well, she's a little, she's about to get blown up. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that was her part of her plan. And then um, the, the next yeah, thing she the says. concussion bomb, she's there yeah, talking down to him. Totally. She tells him that him getting his powers didn't make him special. And that stuck out to me, like her you know, having that part of the conversation. Um, and they do touch on that a bit later because you understand her motivation. Um, so Cisco actually sees where she's being held. Now, was there something that happened specifically to, to draw him to that? Did I miss that? Well, they're in the lab talking, and Cisco's like, I can, I, you know, they're, they're kind of running into a dead end. Like, what, what do we do now? He's got, he's got Spivet. How do we find him? So he, Cisco's like, uh, antsy. And he goes, he leaves. I, I gotta go. And then he runs into the, the other lab. I don't know where the microscopes are. And he touches the, the slide of, you know, sand particles. And then he sees the concussion bomb or he sees the conversation that she, that they just had where she's like, yeah, that's a concussion bomb. You ain't shit. I can build one in my sleep. And, um, and then he recognizes, Oh, this the location and obviously the concussion bomb. So he comes out of his uh, comes out of his uh, his vibe uh, uh, this time without because the first time it happened it was like what's yeah, happening yeah. and then he came out of it he was kind of sweaty and shocked and all yeah. that. This time it was like I'm done. Boom, let's yeah, snap cognizant. Stuff, stuff has to be right, done. Right, and yeah. it runs to the other guy back to the primary lab and says. Mm. I think I know where he's at. I don't. Who came up with the humidity thing? That was Jay. Jay peeped them, put them onto that, right? Like yeah. Check out the uh, check out places that are uh, that should be uh, really humid. Yeah, so, which was which was show said, because he has to hide how he can't just be like, oh, because as we'll talk about later, he doesn't want he no one knows about this intuition, mm-hmm. this vibe he has. And so he has to come up with a valid way of like, oh, I checked uh, this this grow house and it's bone dry and maybe concussion bombs. And Jay goes, yeah, he used one of those on me before. And nobody thinks anything of it. But you see the professor uh, Stein, looking at him like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, because, again, they spend a lot of time together. Totally. Mm-hmm. Or, so or like, they yeah. have. Yep. Since Stein's mm-hmm. been a, they, like, wait a minute. So then we cut to, um, you know, the we cut to the the, the gym, and it's uh, Jay having Barry practice a lightning throw. Um, so you know he's working toward it, not necessarily catching it. And this is where Barry explains his relationship with Wells. And so you finally get it out of his system, you know, why he feels and, the way and, he and does. And Jay and Jay here, like, you know, like all right, you know, he understands like yeah. why has this kid been like. Bust him up balls the entire episode. Yeah. Everybody else seems to uh, seems to understand and like me just fine and believe me. Why is this kid being such a jerk? But mm-hmm. so yeah, so he explains. Yeah. So Cisco does tell them, you know, where he is. He doesn't give you know full disclosure. Um, you know, at this point, they give Jay the helmet. You know, which is, you know, nice to finally get that back. Yeah, um, and it came up organically like, man, I wish I had my helmet. And and again, what's her face being just spot on and detailed with him specifically? Helmet? Like, you know, mm-hmm. 10 with the whatever, with the red flag with the wings? I think that's the one, so. <laughs> and, and then, 
who's was this in the episode or did somebody say this in the group? It was like if you'd have just told, told him he had a helmet. Did Cisco say that line or some was that like a funny line somebody threw in like we could have avoided this all this if you? I think that was something we said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> crossover like, was that a line in the show all right all right yeah, so, yeah that would have just whole episodes like or at least that part like with the angst towards between the two flashes would have been uh solved in the yeah. first 10 minutes and so yeah we we talk about again the war of the americas which we touched on which nobody wanted to address right away um and then they set up the plan like jay's gonna go with barry to distract sand demon in order to defeat him um, and they give the Predator bro shake, which I always like seeing. You know, it's the the arm wrestle uh, second part of the black handshake handshake immediately. So that was pretty cool. Oh, the, the, okay, the, the Predator you. bro shake. The, uh, the Carl Weathers, Arnold Schwarzenegger, shake. Dutch, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that shake. They give that. So I was like, that's cool. Like somebody knew what they were doing when they made him do that. So yeah, it was cool. Um, so you get Jay confronting Sandy first, and then, you know, he, Jay takes a couple swings at him. Well, he, fl- he flashes in, because obviously Barry, like... Yeah, Barry, Barry ran him there. Carried yeah. him in, and then Sand, Sand Demon feels the presence, or hears the whoosh, and, mm. like, turns around, and there's, there's his flash, and he's like, yeah, I thought you were dead. Mm-hmm. And he should have known immediately, like, he let him get all close up on him and everything. And then he took these bullshit ass swings and, at him. And like, missed and missed and missed. And Ooh. then you know, he caught him. He with caught him once though. Yeah, he, you know, he hit him dead but, one time after after he kind of let his guard down. Yeah. Same even knew like, oh wait, mm-hmm. you're just a neutered pup. And so Fell you know, for, you know yeah, this happens long enough for Barry to actually. And they're save. watching on su- surveillance. He they did tap into uh, whatever that grow house or, or yeah. Cisco got into their cameras, of course, because and of course they have cameras pointing where they need them. Yeah, <laughs> because the story wouldn't advance. Yeah, because because it, it doesn't work if he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, yeah, yeah, go. He's distracted, and uh, Barry runs in. Yeah, I think overly complicates the uh, the removal of Spivet off the chair with the concussion bomb. Yeah, like, yeah, I think you know you just you just get her out of there. Yeah, you, pull, like you, you can move fast enough to pull her away from those ropes. And y'all, like shouldn't, you're and y'all shouldn't have gotten caught up in that blast. Yeah, yeah you should. You should have been out of there. Matter of fact, or grab the damn concussion bomb off the bottom of the chair, run yeah. it out, throw it somewhere, come back. I don't know. It was like yeah. overly done for drama, I guess. And the, but what was cool was seeing him standing in front of her. Mm-hmm. But you see her hair blowing back, yeah, and you see the the red lightning bolts, uh, that that he leaves behind, yeah. kind of standing still, yeah. <laughs> and so, and it's like you're saying, it was overly complicated, but it was done to show you what they can do with CGI. Yeah. Like this is what we can do with computers yeah. now, yeah. I got this awesome idea for a shot for episode two. Season yeah, two. like <laughs> the, the gifts that are gonna come off of this, I'm telling you. <laughs> just like that. Um, so we, I kind of made the argument um, with the first episode that he didn't actually kill Adam Smasher. That's an argument I made. Now, I did not make the same argument with Sand Demon because <laughs> he's successful at throwing the lightning at him, and it is the Raiden fatality from Mortal Kombat what, 1. What was the – they knew going in he's going to turn to glass. That's not conducive to living a life. No, like, he no. had to know 
Even if he would have turned into a nice solid piece of glass. Unless you catch, him. unless he falls on a pillow. No, 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 <laughs> not even. Look, Cam, not even. Like, say he, he he throws the lightning and he's a piece of glass, but he does the blast doesn't. He just stands there and he's a statue now. Like, There's no coming back. You're, he's dead. Yeah. Like he's glass. It's not like uh, I don't know if you saw Spider-Man three. Down, like glass and yeah. Like, so just because he shattered, it's not like, oh, it was like, oh, yeah. no, it was all the moment you came up with the idea to throw some lightning at the guy. Yeah, he's, he's out of there. And, they, and, you know. and one thing, when the concussion bomb went off, right, and, 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 and it blew everybody back, um, they, Cisco yells into his, his earpiece, or into his communications thing, uh, um, Barry and friggin' Caitlin goes Jay. Yeah, <laughs> just sure he was okay. Yeah, yeah. she's into She's got it. Yeah, Jay, and but yeah, they're and it's funny there. because again on the other side, the reason that power, so. yeah, the, the reason that they're going to you know Green Arrow, the reason Oliver's you know taking that moniker, like he's killing less people as time goes on. Like he's not just shooting people uh, in the heart anymore. Like he's becoming a hero, you know. He's taking people out and having them arrested. But on the other side, like Flash is dealing with these metahumans, he's like, nah, there's only one way. I went through a season of this, you know, yeah. capture people and blah. blah and I blah. saw what happened. They all broke out, mm-hmm. and then they got the best of me. So yeah, um, we flash, we flash to. Uh, I hate saying we flash to. We go to. I... Nope, stop. Nope, don't, don't do it. Caitlin tapes up Jay. Um, she tells him he was courageous, and then you know it and he's comes so up. modest, like I yeah. That, I just took a few punches. Yeah, you know, I was in there, no like, powers, you know. She's like, no, it was so much more than that. It was like some, like he's either like the master, like cap up game on a hundred, yeah, and he's like, mm, let her get all moist with my modesty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, and they bond over losing part of themselves. You know, it being his powers, hers being Ronnie, you know, it changed a lot of things for both of them, so you know, outside of just physical attraction, like, they're kind of yeah, getting to that, um Barry does apologize to Jay and then I forget who called him it, who who referenced Scarlet Speedster is that just something that, that Jay read, like, in the papers and stuff as he was following him? Something happened and they just yeah, they were um, maybe the news something? they call you I think Yo, he just said it like just like what do they yeah. call you in your place? Yeah. You know, not just the flash, like yeah. monikers. He's like Scarlet whatever. Scarlet Speedster, and then he's the Crimson Comet. You know. Oh, 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 my bad. My bad. Right, because Jay is the Crimson Comet. Jay's the Crimson Comet, yeah. So, Very so Scarlet Speedster. Asked, what do they call you here? Mm-hmm. So again, we're talking about Zoom again. Um Jay doesn't know his identity. He knows he's a mass murderer, and he's always a step ahead of him. And that That's where goal, your time thinking come in. Yeah, exactly, because, you know, the way I manipulate what's going on is different. And he wants to be the only speedster. In which, any you know, universe. Now, yeah. was this, his whole obsession with the universe stuff happen, I mean, well, before the breach? How does, how does yeah. Jay Garrick know that he, oh, it, or does he assume now, well, now that he has the universe to think about, it's the universe because I, he wanted to be the only speedster on our, on Earth too, on our Earth. 
So now that he has the universe and other worlds available to him, he wants to be the only one in any. So when he goes and wants to wreak havoc in any of them, he's unmatched. Yeah, again, like, we don't know this, like, in, in the comics is different. Like, Jay Garrick and Zoom are not enemies in the comics. Like, they're not from the same timeline. Like, Zoom exists in Barry's timeline. And so the the relationship's totally different without getting too deep into it. But yeah, it's not it's not this. So I kind of like it, like going fresh into the story, seeing what they're gonna do. Because really, you can put anybody in the Zoom costume. It doesn't have to be a direct parallel to what they've what they've done, especially since you've already changed their relationship. Um. So Joe does the background check on Spivet. He finds out the Martin brothers killed her father before they got powers. And then, you know, they end up getting them later. And that flashes to uh, Joe in the first episode, like, tracking them down and then uh, the accident occurring. Yeah, they were, they came, that name. And they came back with powers, yeah. Because in the the episode where he changed time or where he went back in time a day or half a Mm. day, he went and arrested because the the Martin brothers did something. Mm -hmm. did Did they kill Joe? Or or it was the, uh, the, the the captain of the the, the Puerto Rican boat, uh-huh. the, the gay Puerto Rican sheriff uh, sergeant or whatever, yeah. and he 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 got murked out. Yeah. In that scenario. Yeah, that's what we had to go back and save exactly. And so he just was like, mm-hmm. went and grabbed him that morning, and then messed up the whole ripple and everything. Worse, something even worse, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, um. So yeah. So those Mardon brothers, Marduk brothers, are. Are, are bad dudes. Are bad dudes. Real life. Occurring like before they got powers. That was a part of episode one. They came back twelve episodes later with powers and causing havoc and all that stuff. Now she's got a backstory connected, and it's a it's a great drawback. Like again, they're not pulling these things out of thin oh, air. Man. Like they have like Central City is a living, breathing place yeah. with real consequences, and so it's really good. Um, so Joe allows her to join, you know, off the strength of that. Again, he saw, you know, her work and he knows her motivation now. And like she's trying to save lives. Like it's not a pride thing, it's not a revenge thing. Like she wants this to happen to less people. Um, so, you know, everything's good pretty much at this point. Like we got the bad guy, we have a new friend, we have two new, you know, allies in the fight against this, and then Iris's mom shows up. And Joe is just, again, like Jesse L. Martin is the master of single-tier, uh, glass-eyed, pouty face. <laughs> like, he's, that's, he's, on every show he's ever done. Like, he's been, like, Law and Order, like, he's the man at that. And Vanessa Williams shows up, and... I need you to be, obviously, like, to, like, you can't have any facial, you can't frown, can't you know move your cheeks in any mm. kind of real pouty way your eyes and the fluid that fills with them has to tell that entire story in the mouth agape kind of look mm-hmm. and he does you're right he does thinking about like he has that look down yeah and, and he's not gonna has. go ooh, 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 i'm crying he's just gonna stoic but hey you can't help me what your tear ducts do <laughs> you know, and it just yeah. not fill up and get all watery glassy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get to uh, Cisco and the Doctor. You suspect he's he's hiding things, um, and he tells him that you know, in quotes, he gets a vibe. Um, you know, when these things are occurring, Cisco doesn't want to tell anybody, and 
it's funny, like, the reasoning is pretty legit. Like, he died, for lack of a better way of saying it. Like, he saw his own death. His alternate. And, and again, yeah. was it that same episode? Was it, the uh, same? it was like the that second to last episode of the first season, I want to say. No, 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 no. What? Oh, that wasn't the, the time. That, that was the time leap. That was when Barry went back. Wasn't it? Uh, no, I thought, no, he saw this on his own. It, well, maybe. I'm trying to think. I think he saw this. Yeah, I think you're because right. Because th- that show, all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, but no, I think you're right. he got it done because mm-hmm. Barry went But back. he held on to it. That was the whole thing. Like, he right. still, he's the one that still saw all that. Right. So, right, when he, he, when he was in the, in the room where Reverse Flash was being projected, uh, like trying to figure out how to get it, and then it all mm-hmm. kind of... <laughs> Like, and that when he had his first vibe, because of Cisco's relationship with his parents, which has a lot to do with his brother, like they didn't, they couldn't necessarily show appreciation for his talents. But Wells did, you know, all the time, and so Wells kind of taking credit for you know everything he went through. Like it puts him in a strange position where he doesn't know how he feels about his gifts. Like, he's not sure about him because, you know, on the back end, he feels like this may be a bad thing because pretty much everything Wells did was bad. Did you watch uh, Ballers at all with The Rock? Okay, so one of the um, kind of big storylines there, uh, Denzel Washington's kid uh, in real life plays this wide receiver, this flashy wide receiver who's super talented but can't stay out of trouble, who doesn't have a relationship with his dad um and actually ends up doing some good pr because he explained they don't have a relationship then his dad came and talked to him and the conversation was basically me not being there for you made you who you are and it causes him like this you know real uh you can't really he can't really explain his character because he feels like that chip he had on his shoulder forever was kind of taken away. He doesn't necessarily know how to respond to it. It's kind of a crisis of personality. And that's what Cisco's going through right now. Because he's like, this this thing is happening to me, but I don't think it's going to be a positive thing because of who gave it to me. You know, so See, he didn't give it to him. Well, which we know, which is true. He knows you know, that. And, well, but, so, so Wells gave Barry well. But, you know, it's it's uh, way easier to read comic books. It's harder to be in them, I assume, because it's, you know, when he's kind of like on the outlier being able to more or less control what's going on. You know, he names characters as a hobby. Like he's naming criminals who are really killing people in real life. You know, it's to a point it can be fun and games to him. But him being directly involved in it on that level, like having a power he can't necessarily rationalize, you know, it scares him. Right. But my immediate is thing is like what stein said like don't you want to study it and know how it works and this and that and yeah and he's like, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm he's like, i, I do not again it, it's so. easier to rationalize what's going on with other people so, um so that'll be a that'll be a major part of how mm-hmm. season two ends yeah and um they go to a screen where they can finally you know visualize all the breaches that are happening and there were at least like 20 on the screen it's a lot going on. Yeah, because uh, Stein's like, you know, and Cisco rushes over and he's like, what? And he's like, these are all the breaches all over town and there's one in the lab. What and then he's think? explaining to the, to the group and then he collapses. And then he drops. He passes right out. So, yeah. And you feel like 
you know, that has something to do with Ronnie. But you don't know. Uh, oh. Like, again, they have, like, I a mean, symbiotic relationship. Like, that thing's still in him. You gotta assume, so maybe Ronnie's not all the way dead. Or you, you never know. Because that, I mean, again, that character is not something that... There's no reason for it not to come back. It, you know, in some capacity, but, you know, I don't know. It's interesting to see where that goes, too. Again, they set up a lot of things here early on. Um, we get to this future scene, where you assume it's the future. You know, you see skyline trains and See that Boston-looking tram? Yeah. You have a tour. Oh, and, she, and I'm looking at it now. I'm reading the captions. Hmm. The woman who's giving the tour says, uh, what she say? Star Labs, founded in 91, Star Labs is leading the world in excite So it's called, mm-hmm. it is Star Labs, assuming this is Earth 2 that we're looking at. Yeah, and then you get, you know, Wells again. So you see him. So it's from some dimension. Um, did you play Bioshock at all? No, but I, I've, uh, it was one that I kind of wanted to get into. Okay, so that's, I think, like, that's one of the hardest games for me to play because it scared it really scared me like it, it just looked like visually it was just like so visceral but you know they have bioshock bioshock 2 they have bioshock infinite which is set in a different world but you know you get to a certain point in the game and you go back to the world of bioshock 1 and so the line that they drop is always a man always a city Saying no matter what dimension or what reality you were living in, there's always a person with these crazy dreams to build this crazy city, and it always ends up failing the world. Mm. So, you know, you feel like maybe Star Labs or Harrison Wells or The Flash, somewhere in there, that's the static thing. Like I was telling you about some of those other books, there was always a Superman and there was always a Batman. Like, in some capacity. So, that's kind of the thing I'm holding on to. Like, I don't know if that's the future. I don't know if that's Earth 2. I don't know if that's somewhere else, but... I, I think it's Earth 2. And she introduces him as the founder of Star Labs, Harrison mm-hmm. Wells. So, my theory on... Well, he got... Didn't Wells get sucked into the thing, too? Yeah. Void. So, I'm like, well, he went to Earth 2 in 2015. He didn't... I mean, I guess unless they interest, I mean, he was still reverse flash, maybe some time thing, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do it on this mm-hmm. or whatever." But I, I don't mean, know. it could be looking- just as easy as if we're saying that those Earth twos exist at the same time, right? So we're talking about between 1991 and 2015. If we're talking about going to a different Earth, why wouldn't that Harrison Wells take the place of the other Harrison Wells and just boost up the technology? As far as he wanted. Because he doesn't need the world to be standard like he did in Earth 1 for Barry to progress into the Flash. You know, things can be different. Like, again, I was telling you about Eddie Thawne maybe being Booster Gold and existing outside of time. First thing he does is, you know, take this technology back to the past and all of a sudden I'm a superhero. You know, so in a different reality, he doesn't necessarily have to obey the same rules he needed to make the Flash happen. He could have a whole different plot altogether. And I think it's great. They didn't take Tom Cavanaugh out of the show because he was so good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, so. So I have a still shot. I have it paused when mm-hmm. he comes out of the elevator, and I'm looking at the Star Labs, po- uh, you know, logo in a frame next to him. It's a building with at least a hundred 
100 stories because it says level 100. Mm-hmm. So not floor 100, so maybe it's different. Yeah, I don't know. But the logo is a little little different. Still the mm-hmm. same concept of a star, some kind of starburst. Uh, but it's a little different, and it's a skyscraper that Star Labs is in, not a... Uh, not like a wide thirteen story, but really yeah. a few blocks kind of kind of labs. It's the other. Yeah. It's not a compound anymore. Right. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a skyscraper. No, good compound is a great way of, uh, uh, great way of putting it. Well, so I hope yeah, so like, like right at the fifty nine minute mark when he comes out of the out of the, Harrison Wells comes out of the elevator. Yeah. Well, thank you, DVR. There we go. Like it's it's nice to be able to do that, right? And and now that I had unpaused it, it's a digital poster because it's pulsing. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Like, again, if if Jay's only been there for six months, him not, but he doesn't know who Harrison Wells is, it seems. He has to. He's been following him and studying. Well, uh, well, uh, well, not, not that he doesn't know Harrison Wells there, but he was never like the Harrison Wells in my time. Da 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 da. Uh, right, right. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Maybe that comes out. Maybe it doesn't. Um, so who? It's funny. I was listening to uh, another show I really like with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard. And, uh, you know, Kevin Smith being a director and yeah. you know, got to make Clark's great guy. And Mark Bernard is like the head writer for Playboy. Um, like Playboy's online site. And you know, Playboy's going all like all no new pictures, which is. I mean, I never bought a Playboy, so I don't, you know, but I heard the articles were good, so it's like, you know, whatever, but they do a show um, covering, like, all comic sci-fi type stuff, Um, and they were talking about there being more than one character with the name Captain, because, you know, we have Captain Cold, Captain Boomerang, next week we're getting Colonel Cold. Colonel Cold showing up. Yeah, (laughs) so that's, that's interesting already to me, like, you know. What's his plot gonna be? But yeah, yeah um, but they're back to being petty criminals. Oh, um, and the reason I I think that's funny. Um, I was checking petty. the site. Two uh like big time toys just came out for the Flash. When I say toys, I don't mean like the kids play with. I mean like still adult statues. One of them is like a twelve and a half inch Reverse Flash from the show, okay. and it costs like a hundred and twenty dollars. And then another is a replica cold gun. Your favorite weapon in all of television. How much you love that. Um, guess how much it's going to retail for? 400 bucks. Close enough. $300. And you can't freeze anybody with it. So, yeah. Is it, even, is it, is it plastic? It, um, I think it's metal. It like looks it. fantastic. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but yeah. So, your favorite weapon in all of, uh, in all of television. <laughs> And your favorite, but I mean, again, we'll disagree no, on no, that. No, 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 The gold one is the worst. Oh, yeah, because it's just, <laughs> let's make slides. <laughs> let's make slides. Uh, but, yeah, that was season two, episode two of CW's The Flash. Um, I think it was a good episode. Travis, you think the same. Um, and we will be back next week for season two, episode three of CW's The Flash. Uh, anything else you want to add, Travis? No, man, good stuff all the way through. Um... I hope soon they, and they will because they they they'll get into there by you know episode uh, five, six, seven, eight. You know before well, sweeps is right around the corner, so maybe not. I, I'm just waiting for them to kind of get back into, and maybe with Spivet being there, Barry and Ice and Iris. Yeah. Like where like where are they? 
We need some smooching. Like obviously they're friends because she they're, they're everything's all good and she gave him mm-hmm. pep talk and and everything's all good. But where are they as far as his feelings, her feelings? You know, they they kind of didn't get into a lot of that last year. Her finding out didn't she find out he was the Flash like the two episodes? You know, with, uh, it was late in the game. Very late. Yeah. In the game. I think um maybe not the final finale, but like maybe yeah. the episode. I think what's going to happen, Barry and Spivet are going to be out to dinner, and then a Singularity is going to open up, and Wally West is going to come through. It's going to be him and Iris Kid. And then it's like, you know, it's, well, you know. It's, it's so that, like, that is what I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh, just more, just the, the, the drama, the romantic stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, like, is that going to be a triangle? I, I think, scared. you know, with me, the more costumes that show up, the better. I, like, I want to see that still shot of, you know, Barry Allen Flash, Wally West Flash, Jay Garrick Flash, uh, you know, uh, a kid Flash and Impulse from whatever universe you want to pull them from. Just all in a line about to run at something. The Bart guy from Smallville. He was yeah, Bart, Bart Allen. Bart you Allen. know, just, just want to see, you know, all of this happen. Who, funny enough, used the alias Jay Garrick on Smallville. But, yeah. Um... We want to see all that happen, but yeah, we, we we got plenty of time. I think the show is running strong. I think it's really good. Everybody seems to you know enjoy it. Comics are not it gets great reviews. So yeah, um, again, we'll be back next week for season two, episode three of CW's The Flash. Uh, for myself and Travis Bryant, I'm Cameron Hawkins, and we'll see you next week.